What's up, everybody? Welcome to Good Wolf Radio. It's Jerry Scarlato, and today we're going to talk about why you should ignore the opinions of most of the people in your life. I know that seems like a very harsh thing to say, and it's an even harsher thing to potentially think about and act on. And when I say ignore, I don't mean like when someone starts telling you their opinion, you ignore them. Because every human being has the right to an opinion and has, you should respect their right to having an opinion, but it does not mean that you have to respect their opinion. And this doesn't mean that you're necessarily looking down on them as a person, but all opinions are not created equal. And that is true for every human being on earth. Because every human being has different has gone through different experiences, and every human being uh, has different levels of competency in all different areas of life. So the idea that we should take into consideration everyone's opinion is not a logical idea, because not everyone has gone through the situation that you're going through, and not everyone has has to overcome the obstacles that you're going to have to overcome. So when you go to start something new, that's when you'll especially see people show their opinions. When you go to do something, when you go to change your life, that's when you'll start to see people change or throw out their opinions. And there are three types of opinions, generally speaking, that you'll hear. Number one is, I just want want what's best for you. Number two is, are you sure that's what you want? And number three is, how can I support you? So most opinions can fit into one of these three categories. And I want to take a second to look at each one of these people and see what is underlying their opinion, what is underlying in their intentions, if you will. Because, again, not everyone's opinion should be taken seriously. Some people have more expertise in certain areas than others. I think we all understand that intuitively, but not everyone acts accordingly. A doctor, for instance, has a lot of experience in diagnosing and prescribing medication. They do not have a lot of experience in nutrition education or giving good quality nutrition advice. So if you're listening to your doctor about nutrition advice, it may not be the first person you want to listen to. Not because they're not an educated person. They're much smarter than me. They have gone through much more schooling than I have, and they know much more about diagnosing diseases and then prescribing medications than I will ever want to know in my life. You as well, I imagine, if you're not a doctor. But they don't have much nutritional education, and they don't have much fitness education. And so to ask them or to listen to them about nutrition or fitness just doesn't make much sense. It's hard for people to understand that because we look at a doctor and we go, man, they got to be smart. They've gone through medical school. And again, they are, and they have, and that's true. But they have not gone through health and fitness school. It's two very different things, two very different ideas, and requires two very different ways of thinking. Not very different, but they require different ways of thinking and different kinds of knowledge and wisdom. So understanding the person's background is very important when it comes to 
am I going to take this person's opinion and actually do something with it? Or am I just, you know, going to let them have their opinion and then move along with my life? So the first person, the I just want what's best for you person, that person is generally giving you their opinion through the lens of their own belief. So they've gone through life, they've gone through the world, and they have built up beliefs just like you, just like me. And when they throw their opinion on you and they tell you generally a, some sort of negative feedback opinion, why are you doing that? Why are you going to try? You're going to fail. It's going to be hard. It's going to be challenging. I just want what's best for you. They typically end it in that sentence. I just want what's best for you. They're viewing through their lens. They're viewing through their lens of their beliefs. They believe that it's going to be hard. They believe it's going to be challenging. They believe that you're not going to have the courage to keep pushing through, partly based on what they know about you as a person, and we'll get to that in a second, but also partly or mostly because of how they've lived so far up until this point and what they've experienced so far up until this point. This person's hard to not take their opinion into account because most of the time it's a close friend or family member. Most of the time it's a parent or a relative that maybe you respect a lot. But when they are trying to protect you, they're doing it so that you don't get hurt or they believe that you might get hurt. So they're doing, they're trying to talk you out of this idea or taking this journey so that you don't get hurt. But again, they're viewing it through their own lens. They're literally holding their lens up and going, this is the way that I see things. And I just want what's best for you, which is true. That's what they want. But they're not telling you what's best for you. They're telling you what's best for them. And so being able to pick that apart and being able to pull those two things apart, A, a person you love and care about over here, and B, an opinion that maybe doesn't make sense to listen to, that can be tough. That can be challenging. And many kids go through that. I know I, I did when I was younger. Many kids go through that at, a, at regular intervals because this is regular for a 20-something-year-old to hear from a parent, a 20-something-year-old that says, hey, maybe I don't want to go to college. Well, it's best that you go to college. Well, how do you know what's best? Well, because I know what's best for you. And so the cycle continues. So That's person number one. I just want what's best for you. Person number two, are you sure you want to do that? This person doesn't want to see you succeed for one of two reasons. Reason number one is because you are on the same level as them currently, level, level in quotes, again, not level as in a human and you're going to be a better human than them all of a sudden, but sociological level. I don't know if that word is a word. Anyway, you're on the same level as them currently. And if you do something different and you suddenly start to move along, then you're not going to be on the same level as them. So they're going to go, well, are you sure you want to do that? I don't know if it makes sense to do that. You're not going to be able to succeed. You're not good enough to do that because they don't want to see you move along. They don't want to see you go away. They don't like change. People don't like change on average. And whenever a crab starts to crawl out of the bucket, all the other crabs want to grab them and pull them back down. On the other end of that is someone 
who is at a level you're going for and doesn't want to see you get up there or over there, depending on how you want to see it. So it's someone who is at a higher career spot and you're going, yeah, I think I'm going to start uh, going back to school or I'm going to start studying so that I can get this certification so that I can apply for the position that maybe not you're in, but something close to your position. And they're going to go, are you sure you want to do that? I don't think you have what's, you know, have what it takes in order to make that happen because they don't want to lose their position because they don't want to see you get there and knock them off their high horse. That again is a hard one to swallow because we tend to look up to people that we're kind of moving toward. If we want to go to another level in an area of life, we typically pick a couple people and we're like, oh man, I want to be like that. And so we work hard and we try to do it. But then when they say, well, I don't think that you got what it takes, you kind of go, well, that sucks. Maybe I don't have what it takes. But they're only telling you because they don't want you to screw things up for them. So you have to watch out for people on either side of that equation. Someone, one of the crabs down in the bucket, when you're trying to crawl out of the bucket and all the other crabs grab you and they yank you back down, they're like, no, you're going to boil in here with us. You, you know, SOB. Um, or the person on the other side who is already out of the bucket and you're trying to grab down, crawl out of the bucket, but they just put their crawl on you and push you back down. And they're going to tell you their opinion based on that mindset, based on that framework. And then there's the last person, and this person is few and far between, but I believe everyone has at least one of these people in their life. The last person is the how can I support you person. And I say support very deliberately and not help because they're two very different things. Help means I'm going to like pull you along. Support means like, I'm going to help push you if I, I'm, I'm going to push you if I can. What can I do to, to hold you up along the way? But someone who actually wants to support you, that's the opinion, one of the opinions that you want to be able to grasp onto. You, if you know who that person is, that's the person that you can go to regularly and you can go to whenever you are confronted with obstacles and confronted with challenges and confronted with things that you have to overcome. That's the person that you can go to who you know, mostly for sure, who you know for sure has your back and is willing to give you feedback that is going to be helpful and useful. And they're not the crab trying to push you back down or they're not the crab trying to pull you back down into the boiling water. That's the person that you want to be able to go to. And knowing, finding, and then knowing that person is very important whenever you have a journey that you're trying to start. When you're starting something new, having someone that you can go to, that you can say, hey, these are the problems I'm running into. These are the things that I'm having to overcome so that they can give you some insight is very important. Here's the tough part is that as you go along your journey, that person is going to change. Not always, not quickly, Maybe not all the time, but a lot of times that person is going to change. If that person is also progressing in life and also moving along in life, then it may not change. Maybe it's that person for a long time. But if that person's there to help you and then suddenly you get to a position where 
most of the things that you would ask them, you don't need to ask them anymore, then it's time to look for a different person like that. That doesn't mean that you don't go back to that first person and you don't respect them and you don't ask their opinion, but it means that you need to find another person that is very much like that, but that then has a different set of skills that person one doesn't have and that you don't have, but that you need to find out. So the support person is very, very important when it comes to starting and sustaining a journey, having a support person that you can go to for information, for wisdom, for obstacle challenges that you're trying to overcome. Very important to have that person to be able to go to, to ask questions and get good, get good quality feedback. So when it comes to those three people, the, I just want to, I just want what's best for you person. That's the one that that's the one that's going to hold you back the most. The, I just want what's best for you person. Because like I said, that person is usually a close family member or a close friend. And while they do what they say is true, they're not looking at it through your lens. They're only primarily looking at it through their lens. They're putting up their lens and they're going, this is what I see and I think that it's going to be hard, and I think it's going to be challenging, and I don't have the personal courage to do it, so I'm going to go ahead and dump that all on you and assume that you don't have it either. That's very hard to pull that apart from a person that you care about and you know cares about you. If that's your mom or dad saying that to you, it's hard to look at mom or dad and go, great mom, I I appreciate what you're saying, but I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway. Because you know that your mom knows what's best for you. You know your best friend wants what's best for you. You know your aunt wants what's best for you. But a lot of times they're looking at it through a different lens than what you're looking at it. And if they don't know your vision, if they don't know your actual overall skills, or if they don't know the knowledge that you have, or if they don't know what you're willing to sacrifice and do, then then they're only basing it, again, off of their own current values and beliefs. So that's the person to really pay attention to when it comes to starting and moving along in a journey because that's the person that can really hold you in a strong position, not in a strong position, that can hold you strongly in your current position, the one that you're trying to get away from. So then what do we do to start to sift through opinions and start to go, okay, I I want to use this and I want to use that and I want to use this and I want to use that. Because you can use something from just about everyone's opinion if you really choose to and if you really want to. Even the people who are pushing you back down into the boiling bucket or trying to pull you back into the boiling pot of water, you you can potentially use something from their opinion. So... How do you start to sift through opinions and know which ones to listen to, which ones not to listen to, which and how to start pulling things out of opinions so that you can actually get something useful out of them? And this is just, these are just some questions that I like to ask myself. This, of course, isn't the only way to do this, but this is a good framework to be able to, when you ask someone or you tell someone what you're doing and they give you your opinion, it's just a good way to look at it and start to go, Okay, I see what's happening here. 
So the first question is, what direct experience does that person have with your situation? Direct experience, meaning if you're trying to, if you're thinking about trying the carnivore diet, what direct experience does that person have with trying the carnivore diet? And if it's none, then you go to the next one and it's like, okay, what overall general experience do they have with it? And if they've done some dieting and they've tried some diets, then you go, okay, well then I can, I can kind of pick through some of the information here to be able to gather how this is going to go. So what direct experience or what general experience do they have with your situation? And again, as if it's more direct, the more direct, the better, because if they've been through the, no one's ever going to go the, through the exact situation that you're going to go through because you're a human and every experience is going to be different. But if they've tried a certain exercise program that you're thinking about trying, then you should be able to gauge how it went for them so that you can kind of gauge how it's going to go for you. And, or if someone has gotten a certain job and they've worked with a certain boss or worked with a certain company and you ask them, they should be able to give you some good quality feedback on how it's going to go. Again, that person's demeanor may be completely different than yours. So you have to be able to look at that and go, well, this person's more introspective or uh, more of an introvert and I'm more of an extrovert. So I could see how they may have a different experience than I do, but Nonetheless, the more direct the experience, the better whenever you're asking somebody. If you ask someone about a diet and they've had no experience about it, but they're willing to give you your opinion, their opinion anyway, that's an opinion you don't, you don't want to listen to because if they don't have any experience on the thing at all, what, how can you give me an opinion? The next question to think about is, what has their overall experience and accomplishments in life look like? And the accomplishments part is important because even though someone may not have had the direct experience that you're looking for, if they've had a lot of overall experience in life and especially a lot of accomplishments in life, then that means that they've learned a lot and they've, they've built a lot of skills. And when it comes to overcoming obstacles and challenges and problem solving, it's really just building skills to be able to problem solve. And while not all problems, of course, have the same exact context, a lot of problems can be solved with similar skills. So if someone in your life has accomplished a lot of things, and that can be in a number of different areas. It doesn't have to be in one specific area, but if they've accomplished a lot of things in life, you may be able to go ask them about a problem that you're having, and they may be able to use their skills and abilities, their problem-solving skills and abilities to pick it apart and help you. Even though it may be in a different industry or maybe in a different scenario. Then you can learn how to also problem-solve, which is, which is one of the key attributes of life being able to problem solve. So that's the second level you kind of want to look at is what has this person accomplished in life overall? And if they've accomplished a lot, that means that they've overcome a lot of obstacles. 
And again, accomplish can mean any level of accomplishment. That can mean career accomplishment. That can mean family accomplishment. That can mean financial accomplishment. That can mean health accomplishment. That can mean overcoming cancer. That can mean all kinds of different things. It can mean all kinds of different things. But if you're talking to somebody who hasn't really accomplished a whole lot at a based on their given age, and they've been in the same job for, you know, 10, 15 years in the same position, not really doing a whole lot. Maybe that person's good at something else, but they're probably not good at problem solving and they're probably not good at digging themselves out and actually progressing themselves in life. So looking at the accomplishments of the person is equally as important. The last thing to look at or to think about is what you can learn that you don't see at first. And this goes to the people who you may not want to be able to listen. You may not want to listen to their opinion about your direct situation, but you may listen to their opinion about what they're saying about you. And this especially comes from the person that says, I want what's best for you. The person who says, I want what's best for you will protect you almost at all, at all costs. They'll try and talk you out of it. And a lot of it is because they're looking through their lens, but it's also because they're looking at, looking at it based on their judgment of your abilities, your current skills and abilities. And if they say some certain things, like it's going to be hard and you haven't had a whole lot of courage to overcome problems in your life, maybe they wouldn't say it exactly like that, but if that's what you're reading, you need to go, oh, okay, well, that means I better learn how to build up some courage. Or you haven't been very good at problem solving your life. Are you sure you want to do this? Then you got to go, oh, I guess that means I better learn how to problem solve. So while you may not listen to the direct opinion from that person, like, you can't do this. Well, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go ahead and try it. I'm going to give it my best. You can sift through the opinion to figure out the underlying information that might be hanging around because there's a good chance that there's some good stuff in there, that there's some gold in there about you, about you, that you could improve, that could help you improve your skills and your abilities. I know I personally have tried to do this a lot when it comes to life in general, because although I don't ask for feedback a whole lot, I, I get it a whole lot, which is totally fine. Being in business, I should totally expect it. So being able to sift through opinions that, you know, I may not be willing or ready to listen to the opinion about the direction to take the business, but if there's some underlying information there about what I can improve so that I can help the business, then I'm willing to listen. So that's a skill in and of itself, being able to set aside the, the feeling of wanting to, I don't know, attach to the opinion that the person's saying, the words, the direct words that are coming out of their mouth, instead of being able to look through the words and look at the underlying message that might be there to help you be able to grow, to help you be able to build into a different person that could 
make this journey happen more effectively. So not we, we live in a world today full of opinions, opinions everywhere. If you know the saying about opinions, then you know what I'm saying. Opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one. Doesn't mean that they all smell good. No, I'm just kidding. But you don't, not like, yes, everyone's got opinions. Everyone has opinions about lots of things. That doesn't mean that they're all relative opinions. That doesn't mean that they're all reasonable. That doesn't mean that they should all be listened to. You need to be able to look at the person and think about where the information is coming from. All people have the right to have an opinion. Yes, that's fine. You should respect their right to have an opinion. It doesn't mean you have to respect the opinion. Take it into account. Ask yourself a few basic questions to see if it makes sense. If you're not sure, if you're not sure, take their opinion and then bounce it off another person. If you're not sure, hey, uh, you know, I was talking to XYZ about this and this is what they said. What do you think? And if they're like, well, that's completely crazy, then you go, well, maybe I, maybe I shouldn't take that into account. But if they're like, well, yeah, that makes sense. I could see how that makes sense. And this is how that might work. And you go, okay, well, then you know that you can go back to that person for more information. So think through these things. Don't just, don't just take words because someone says them. Don't just listen to words because they come out of somebody's mouth. And the same for you. Like if you're going to say something, don't just say it because, because you can talk, because you have a voice box. Say it because it's something that you're knowledgeable about and say it because it's something you have some wisdom on. Wisdom means that you have applied it in life. Wisdom means that you have taken that knowledge and you have turned it into action. So it goes both ways. It's not just one person. It's not just the person that you're asking, but it's also you. If someone asks your opinion, don't feel like you have to give an answer if you don't know what you're talking about. If you don't know what you're talking about, you're not helping that person. You're not helping them. You could very well be hurting them. So take that into account as well. It's about being able to get to an understanding of what's going to be the most effective way to keep moving forward. About getting 1% better every single day. 1% better every single day. To help you with that, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And until next time, here's to your success in health and fitness mastery.